Hi, good morning, and welcome to What's the Buzz, New York, with your friend and host, me, Nancy Lombardo. I'm going to put on a little song, a little teaser to what we have going on today. And Peter Collins. And Peter Yarrow will be outstanding performers at this upcoming event. There we go. I'm going to stop it there. That's just a teaser because I've got a great guest coming on the show today. I don't know about you. I just, every time I hear that song, I get, I get chills still. I don't know. Silly song, silly song. Don't know why it affects us all so much, but it does. It just 
it's that was uh, Peter Yeo. He's going to be one of the guests at this great event coming up. Uh, and I have a special guest on, too. She's on hold now on the switchboard. I see her there. Alyssa Farina Maynard, I want to say her name. She's the CEO and executive producer of www.liveclimate.com and director Arco Celios Foundation, a, presu- a producer, presenter, Avanti Consortium Concerts and Cultural Events. Boy. <laughs> and she's been a long advocate for conservation and earth stewardship. She is founding member of the team that co-created Earth Day 50 years ago. Can you believe that? That means she created it before she was born. <laughs> kidding. Uh, no. And uh, she's a global futurist, and she created the Live Climate as an initiative to avert and transform the climate crisis into positive change for all our future. Her music brings extraordinary talent together in performance and retreat projects that are in concert with environmental consciousness. Okay, and this is Live Climate with a Mission, and I'm going to open her mic, and it takes place on the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, by the way, April 22nd, 23rd, 24th, this year at one of my favorite spaces to listen to music, the Town Hall in New York City. Oh, my gosh. 123 West 43rd. How easy is that to remember? Tickets are available at Ticketmaster and www.liveclimate.com. But why let me talk open her mic and bring her on? All right, here we go. Welcome, Alyssa. Good morning, Nancy. Can you hear me? What's the buzz? How are you? <laughs> What's the buzz? You are. You're all the buzz. Hot <laughs> Town Hall. What a great music space that is. And such important events go on there. That's, I mean, some of the best shows I've ever seen have been at Town Hall, especially the acoustics for music are phenomenal. And I don't uh, know Not a bad you, seat I in the house see. either. It's a beautiful venue. No, no it's Oh, it's a wonderful venue, and people should get And it's known for social causes and justice and peace issues, and I felt it was appropriate to create an intimate evening for three nights in a row at that venue. So we're very excited. As you know, we have an exceptional lineup of talent, and we're really looking forward to celebrating. uh, Sophie Sophie B. Hawkins, Leslie Mendelson, John Gorka, Max Hatt, Edna Glass, Peter Yarrow, who I just played, and that was at their right. 25th anniversary uh, from that. And Perla Batala. Mustard's uh, Retreat. Let's not forget Mustard's Retreat. Yep. And Mustard's Retreat. I have them here, too. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's such <laughs> a, a great lineup. But what I was saying, I'm still, ch- I'm still <laughs> chilling from the uh, Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh. I have no idea where that still affects me to this day. <laughs> you know, it was but an answer for a whole... time. It's the same way that when you say Woodstock and everybody remembers back to what what created basically in in a few days in upstate New York a cultural revolution. And as I read all the articles that are being written, um, Sierra Club just published their magazine, and there's quite a few articles written by people from Dennis Hayes, who was one of the absolute founders of Earth Day, to local kids who are part of Columbia and American youth climate activism and creators of Zero Hour, and people are really um, coming alive for this anniversary. We have many 50th anniversaries that have been coming up in the last year or two. This one is important because what started out as a grassroots movement remains a grassroots movement, but I believe that the streets of New York City are going to be quite jam-packed with activism and protests on April 22nd, Wednesday, 
um, because the school strike kids are doing their part. And a lot of the younger people, I'm, I'm wishing to appeal to the youth because it's their future I'm concerned for more than anything. And many of them feel like Earth Day is a nice Hallmark kind of event now. It's just become, oh, yeah, happy birthday, Earth Day. But the reality of it is that we all do have to step it up. And my initiative, Live Climate, is really a way to address that. And it's just in its beginning phases. So because I believe music has the power to to transform things, that's why we're doing concerts to start. Alicia, especially, well, I'm older, (laughs) but especially because a lot of the young kids don't even know that how music was what kept this country going. From Arlo exactly. Guthrie during the Depression and uh, uh, Woody Guthrie, sorry, uh, during Woody, the Depression, yeah. uh, later Arlo, but songs like This Land is Your Land, This Land is My Land, that just singing about the nationalism part of it, yeah. as opposed to yeah. always having something bad to say, but the nationalism. And your kind of music is that I, I was listening to some of the people who were performing, it's just about loving the planet, really. There's so much love in their lyrics and so much love. There's no hate in their lyrics. There's no violence Correct. in their lyrics. And it's just about, and I think this is a great idea, and I have to ask you, Alyssa, when did you start? I mean, as a child, did you say, oh, I want to protect the planet? Or when did it hit you? <laughs> uh, in my <laughs> early 20s, I, I was fortunate enough to work with a group of architects who were on the forefront of passive solar design. And one of those architects was from Minnesota and knew Senator Gaylord Nelson. And it happened that a meeting was created wherein this concept of creating a day called Earth Day came about. Um, I was secretary to a brilliant mind, Bruce Anderson, at the time. And then things evolved in a bigger way from there. And there are, I, I'm sort of a, just a background person. I, I I was the cheerleader and the band leader to help make this an annual event. But consciousness and transforming it and creating a a coherence, if you will, between the mind and the heart of all people that I talk with. A day doesn't go by that I'm not reminding people that every day is Earth Day. And at that point, I was working with a grassroots group in New Hampshire uh, a few years later, and we were doing a calendar program for Earth Day Everyday Network otherwise called Eden. And I flew out to Torrance, California to pitch Toyota to be one of our sponsors. And they jumped. They were one of our sponsors for the calendar program. And three months later, our tagline was, every day is Earth Day. And three months later, Toyota came out with a new ad campaign called Toyota Every Day. And I was so happy. I thought that's exactly (laughs) what we want. We want people, you know, it wasn't like any territorial issue with me. I was thrilled that they took that banner and used it for their purposes, marketing-wise, advertising-wise, because it creates a seed. It's just like Johnny Apple said. You plant one seed and a few trees come and a few trees don't, but then you keep doing it all the time and it blossoms. And at the bottom line, there's so much fear and panic and drama going on about the climate right now. And bravo to the young people that are striking school on Fridays and, and taking care of all over the world, creating an initiative. But the real issue here is, here in America, I think we have a moral imperative to step up and make significant change 
in a, in a very proactive way in order that there will be more Earth Days and in order that we will have a healthier planet. And it's not, it's not rocket science. It's easily done. It's taking tiny measures that everyone can act on. And my goal with Live Climate was, yes, we're bringing people together in, with music to celebrate one night, April 22nd, Earth Day's 50th anniversary. And I threw in a couple extra nights because I just wanted to make it more of an event. And God willing, we will have wonderful audiences who get it and are able to take it out and do something with it. And we're also, these three nights in New York are the prelude to what I hope will be an ongoing series of events nationally and globally. We're inviting people who would like to do a live climate concert event in their communities to benefit local. We think globally, but we want to act locally. And so to benefit local charitable organizations that are seriously doing something for the climate in New York City, we're benefiting you know what? the Riverkeeper. That's amazing, Alyssa. That's amazing. And you know what? You just made me realize. When I was growing what? up, we were exposed more to performances than the kids today are. They go to a giant concert or they watch a YouTube. But right. theater and music was brought to our schools as a, as a form of awareness. Not right. just we were even the radio. We to were those exposed to Yeah. Yes. And you, you are bringing this about. I, I hope if you're listening out there, this is a wonderful thing from grandparents to parents to their teenage kids to bring them to because it's multi-generational. It's not just for one group of people. I mean, I would be really interested to hear this, this some of what the young people think of these songs, never having been exposed to them as much as we were, what they think of this. This is going to be a, a really almost uh, a great experiment <laughs> That you're putting on. Indeed, it will. Uh, Indeed, it will. At the the outset, I had a, you know, my bigger vision was, well, let's do something at Madison Square Garden. And as I started the vetting process to even be able to view the the theater there, um, I used the analogy of Joni Mitchell's song, We've Got to Get Back to the Garden. And the young people that I was dealing with in administration had no clue what I was referring to. And, yeah, I'm of an older generation. I I guess I'm a boomer. Um, But, you know, we have, I mean, the consciousness and the the embedded awareness that the songs of the 60s and the 70s placed in our minds and our hearts carry on to this day. When people hear Puff the Magic Dragon, when people hear We Shall Overcome, you pay attention to it. It takes you back instantly to a time and place where change and, and Winning seemed possible. You know, we, we weathered so many things in the 60s, and uh, we have such extraordinary people in the world it, today. And you know, young people. It's, it's true. It's true, Alyssa, what you're saying. You just brought up the 60s. And yeah. uh, there was more poetry in the music of the 60s. So it was more a poetic lyric going on. And also the 60s, I remember just from being in school at the time, that well, I was young, but I was in school. But we also grew up with boards of people not coming back to school who went off to war. And you know, yep. we grew up with the reality of your brother might be drafted, and your mother, your brother might have to go to war. We grew up with and that. And your brother might not come back, it, right? And might not come back. And this is a lot of what they they. I'm sorry, I get all choked up. <laughs> but the, the, your, your mission is tell us more about the, the, the climate music with a mission. What, where did that come from? Well, music with a mission is 
tagline to help people understand that, yes, we're giving you a great night of music, but there's a, there's a mission to it in that we want everyone to have a bigger awareness when they leave the theater. And I, I jokingly shared with another interviewer a week or so ago about how I am on Earth Day. We're giving out packets of seeds from a wonderful little company in upstate New York Aww. who created <laughs> seed packets just for Earth Day, four different variations on their cover theme. And I just want everybody to be able to, to take some consciousness physically home with them and plant them, whether it's in a, a, a pot or a cup or whatever, at home and, and remember the earth to human connection. Nature and human connection is so imperative. And in our industrial worlds, we get farther and farther away from it. And we have what's called environmental amnesia. There are young people who don't know what greenery and mountains and forests and streams are about. They've never had the cultural experience of it. And for years, of course, you're right. Has, I love the seed has idea kids, too. Inner city because. kids north. But it's it's a it's a time. The seeds and it's a are very great. Critical well, time. You want to say the name of? Excuse me, Alyssa. Do you want to say the name of the seed company? Is that okay? That's um, donating. I have there? to look it up. It's not in my brain at the moment, but I'll pull it up All as right, we're well, talking. Well, if you remember it, I would like to mention um, them because that's so nice yeah, of them to do that. Seeds, and, and you, and, be like boy, E N T L E Y, BentleySeeds.com. Awesome. They're up in I'm Cambridge, New York. Too. And they're a lovely group that of people. That is an awesome. And so you that just I'm made, just, because I, the seeds, the planting the seeds, you're right. I, I planted things, but even today, people might buy a potted plant, but sure. children don't start out with seeds anymore. They don't know the smell and of watch, dirt. Watching right, something and to grow. watch how they grow. And, and to realize that, that connection. So, you know, seeds of consciousness is what I'm about. And that's why I call it music with a mission. Um, you know, if we were to be in a, in a more, uh, say, an arena venue, um, I would do something else to embed that in people's consciousness, whether it's visual or tactile, that they have something to take away with them. And, you know, there have been so many wonderful people who've done, and, and globally, EarthDay.org, which is sort of the national clearinghouse these days for all events, Earth Day. EarthDay.org has uh, a listing of everything that they are aware of that's going on on the planet. You can tune in to any country and see what Earth Day events are happening where, whether it's a protest or a positive activism event or a teach-in or whatever. It's, it's, it's being documented and made available to the general public to see where to go if, they, if they're interested. And I know Earth Day well, New York is having an event. Alyssa. Pardon? Yeah, go ahead. I, I would like you to know, get Earth those, Day New uh, York. I want to say the – yes, go ahead. The website. Go ahead. You want to say the website for? www.liveclimate.com. Uh, www. oh, live, my www. website, our website is liveclimate.com, yes. L-I-V-E-C-L-I-M-A-T-E.com. And um, mostly and we just, master. you know, everybody people, knows Ticketmaster. And, yeah, if you go to Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster and, and, and enter want, Live Climate, then you'll go, they'll take you directly. You know, there's like a little And they can follow you, you on live also climate. Facebook. You can. Oh, you Facebook have so much and energy Twitter and Instagram. Like a cup of coffee. We have all Facebook, we have all the Twitter social media in hand at this point in time. It's that's been a learning curve for me. <laughs> I am complete luddite, <laughs> but I've learned a lot, and continue every day. And I have a great team of people, uh, extraordinary publicists and social media people who are part of the team, and we're making something 
that I hope will live on beyond our three nights of music at Town Hall, we'll take it out on Town October Hall, one, two, two, three. <laughs> Easy address, <laughs> Town Hall, one, two, three. Uh, also, one, two, three, listen, West Forty Sixth uh, Street. And and people, I'm sorry, if you're West Forty Third Street, great block. Yes, West Forty Third Street. Okay, one, two, three. West Forty Three. Easy to remember. One, two, three. West Forty Three. And also exactly. great restaurants there if you want to make a whole night out of it. Uh, you know what? I want you to talk more uh, because we should mention the fabulous people that how you got them to commit to this because these are some heavy hitters here. How did I you reach out? How did you get artists. the the uh, over a year and a half ago, I started beating the drum to see who would come, and um, Sophie B. Hawkins' agent was one of the first to say yes, bless her heart. Um, Leslie Mendelson, I was referred to by a producer friend in California. She had just written a song with Jackson Brown, and we were also pitching Jackson. Unfortunately, he's on tour elsewhere at the time of our events in New York this this round. But we're hoping you know, later on to have more of the even more globally known talent, but I wanted to use people that were local, New York people, because we're working to support Mm -hmm. a local charity, riverkeeper.com, for these three nights, and to also just bring in a consciousness from the past. So Mustard's Retreat, very phenomenal folk singer group, and they they have a heart and they have a way of, of presenting their music that, just like Peter Yarrow's music, takes you back. Um... Certainly we have John Gorka is a beloved folk singer originally from New Jersey, and he's en route, so it it was a convenient fit for him. Um, I think that Max Hatt and Etta Glass are a phenomenal new pair, jazz vocal and guitar, and I had, I just, they had me at hello. They were the most incredible, dynamic young act, and I met them in January, and and it confirmed my instinct that they would be perfect to put on our stage. And they're, they're I've very got to tell you, uh, you. Oh wait, I got. Sorry, Alyssa. It's like you can't believe how the time is flying. So I want to tell you something. Uh, yes. I, I probably will only have time at the end for Sophie to put her on, but I'm going okay. to promote your event on my next couple of shows until your show. Thank you so, so I'm going much, to play Nancy. them. If I if I don't play it today, I'm going to cross promote you on my upcoming shows, uh, and I'll play what their music Thank and mention you. them again. So yes. that would be so nice. And it's like, I got to tell you, you're getting a very nice shout-out in the chat room from uh, Betty Jo Tucker from Movie Attic Headquarters says you're a terrific guest. And Aww, she interviews a lot of celebrities, too, so that's very nice. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I feel like I'm just a bug, so. We also, you're not I a bug. I want to mention also we have the extraordinary Perla Bataya in the House of Cohen. She's doing music to her mentor and friend, Leonard on Thursday the 23rd, and we have Valerie Vigoda, formerly of Groove Lily, so many New Yorkers may remember her. She's an exceptional electric violinist. She will be gracing our stage as well. And then we have more uh, extraordinary talent coming on board that I haven't secured final contract with, so I can't mention them, but when I say VIP guests, we will have some more amazing talent. So I'm honored to be in the position to present these great artists and everyone is coming in the spirit of cooperation and support of the event, as well as being taken care of. I, I believe strongly that my talent gets paid and everybody gets to be present and accounted for in a very healthy way. So I'm honored. It's a, it's a complete joy to be in a position of producing this event. Let's get Nancy, the information are we off? again, Alyssa. Go ahead. 
No, okay, last on. time. Okay. <laughs> Dead airspace. Oh, no. I pushed the wrong button. No. We have liveclimate.com, www.liveclimate.com. We'll take you to the site. You can see the talent lineup, and it'll route you to Ticketmaster for ticket purchase if you're so inclined. And, again, we, we really welcome all our friends in New York and environs surrounding to come and be with us not only on Earth Day, but also Thursday, April 23rd, and Friday, April 24th. And we look forward to just sharing exquisite music with a mission. And uh, that's truly right. thank the you, Nancy. Town Hall for in New York City. Sure. The Town Hall in New York City, 43rd Street. 43rd, <laughs> and follow them. <laughs> One, two, three, West 43. That's how I'm going to say it. It's easy to remember. That's Town um, And Hall. also follow yep. them on Facebook. Oh, everybody knows Town Hall. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's a, that's yeah, a, it's a live climate on Facebook. It's such a great show. I thank you so much, Nancy, for taking the time to interview. Sure, thank you for being a guest on today's this. show. And uh, everybody follow follow them on all follow. their social media. And we're going to follow. Um, and I, as I said, I will announce you in the next couple of shows as well. I'll be announcing your event. And the people I didn't play today, I will play coming shows. But right now we have time for Sophie B. Hawkins singing Thank Lay Me you, Down. Nancy. Thank you again Let's for being a guest sometime. <laughs> okay, you got it. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. It sounds like springtime on this February morning in a courtyard. Birds were singing your praise. I'm still recalling things you said to make me feel all right.
www.liveclimate.com and check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today with our wonderful guest, Alyssa Farina Maynard. I don't know why I have a problem with that name. (laughs) Alyssa Farina Maynard. And uh, it's going to be a great concert at Town Hall, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Town Hall, 123 West 43. Get your tickets today. Thank you again for listening. This has been What's the Buzz New York? with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Also, you can uh, check me out tonight at www.mnn.org, The Nancy Lombardo Show. That will air. Big kiss. Bye-bye. Save the planet. Come on, people. You can do it.